0: Hello everyone out there in the wonderful world of the internet and uh, the world of podcasting. Uh, hello and welcome to another fun-filled awesome installment of the One Sharp Podcast where I'm talking about Marvel, video games, anime, all that good nerdy stuff, I'm compiling it into a blender, hitting frap hay, pouring it in a glass, and giving it to you. Uh, this one in particular, of course, it will be another character breakdown because uh, this character uh, kind of brushed into my my peripheral one day when uh, they were talking about another Deadpool movie and i believe it was the actual director himself that was bringing up uh, the concept of bringing in a new villain and i was very intrigued so i listened and when i heard the name of the villain I had no clue who he was and what he did and how he became to be. So I decided to do, of course, the research and the, uh, the the download into what he did, how he became the villain, and what influence he gave into the Marvel Universe, or in this case, just his space origin and how he influenced uh, most characters into what he did. Which is uh, pretty big. But, um yeah, this particular character is called Strife. Now, you're probably thinking, wow, I probably heard of him, never really heard of him, but where does he come from? Well, uh, just to brush just a little bit into this, his first appearance was in New Mutants, uh, issue number 87, and the Marvel Age Comics, issue number 82, uh, Strife comes from Earth forty nine thirty five, so he's not from the original Earth realm, or oh, that's Mortal Kombat, <laughs> but still, he doesn't come from the original Marvel Earth of six one six. This particular character, um, base origin, is rather unique in this aspect that I looked into, um, but going in further into this uh, overall. Creation of this character. Um, Strife was created by Rob Lifefield and Louis Simpson. And um, without further ado, uh, with all that being said, let's dive into Strife and see what he's all about. Um, now, if most of you recall, I did a podcast of another character breakdown of a character by the name of Magic. And Magic had passed away or died due to the legacy virus. Now, I bring that up only because there is a connection between Strife and Magic and the legacy virus, which it's pretty obvious, but uh, let's let still, let's dive into this. Now, Strife himself is an actual clone of uh, Cable, which was actually very intriguing to me. But this particular clone uh was looked into he wasn't looked into, but he was found by Apocalypse,, well, which is like decades later, where he's trying to find a new vessel, and he sees this clone of cable and sees a lot of promise in the, in this this kid. um now as this child steadily grows, he gets the name, the nickname Scion of the Dark Lord from Apocalypse. After an enemy uh had dealt that he had dealt with in the past, so already this kid's already getting a step hold into the world of villainy. He does not play, and uh furthermore, into his abilities, um they had originally sped up through Apocalypse's training, meaning uh strife very volatile and devoid of any emotion or remorse. Uh, For example, his teacher. His teacher basically told him to study and better understand the uh, lecture that he was being taught. And Strife didn't like that. He didn't like that at all. So he obliterated his teacher. Which, you know, for most kids nowadays, they're probably thinking, if I have that power and ability, I can do it too. But, you know, we live in a world where that doesn't exist. But, for Strife... Being a kid that he is, totally annihilated, just dealt with his teacher, gone, nothing left. Now with his training and his steady uh, growing up, um, he got to a point to where Apocalypse felt like it was ready to channel his his inner essence, his soul into Strife, but then came across a snafu where his soul couldn't go into Strife. Meaning, basically, he had an opportunity to be uh stronger, faster, and all that other stuff, and in doing so, realized he hit a snafu. So, while he tried to transfer that, realized he uh he wasn't worthy. It went into a rage. You know, basically got mad because you know planned for this for a very long time, and all of a sudden it doesn't work. Uh, through uh, throughout his little uh temper tantrum, Cable starts or Cable, the actual Cable, um, comes in and starts shooting out the place, and you know goes after Apocalypse to finish the job, and he does so. But in doing so, he uh, Apocalypse tells Strife to run for it, which he does, and upon Apocalypse's death. Cable then starts a whole new clan. Um actually after the entire the whole altercation, uh Cable starts a clan, but then people of Apocalypse that are loyal start another clan or another group, which then the world is then divided by that. Uh clan's uh Cable's clan is called uh uh Chosen? Yes. And um the followers of, Ap- of Apocalypse are called the new uh canolites, if I said that right. I believe I did, I'm not entirely sure. Um which are followers are, are that are followers of Apocalypse that are overpowered, uh which are led through strife. Which around this time he's fully grown. He knows his powers. He knows what he can do with said powers and he's leading these superpowered mutants against uh cables uh his his clan his group this piece this set of people that want peace um now when strife you know obtained or got to full age to where you know he better understood the world he became a madman and sadistic and um he uh, this guy just did a lot of stuff he became this after he was freed from Apocalypse's grasp or grip. So, in doing... By that happening, this is basically a loose cannon, ready to just let loose. And, I will say this, he... He lives up to his name. He lives up to what he does and how he does it. Um, he had Cable's wife, Jen Shot, killed, and kidnapped Cable's son, Tyler. Um... Which then he brainwashed and manipulated to a point to where Cable had no choice in the matter, but to kill his own son. Which, of course, you know that's a that's really bad. That's a a form of torture that no one should ever go through. But Strife was able to do so, and in do in in within Cable basically killing his own child, his own son. Realizing the death of his wife, uh, Cable's clan was actually able to overthrow the new Canaanites. I said it right that time, awesome! But Strife and his, um, his now new, you know, out of the blue android, uh, jump into like a uh, time vortex and they go back 2,000 years into the past to where they come across, um oh my goodness, uh, let's see, Mr. Sinister, there we go, um, which, when that all happens, when it all boils down to this main point, there is a unique thing, and if you recall from what I had mentioned earlier in this podcast, uh, Mr. Sinister basically wanted the genetic structure and makeup of, uh, of Strife's parents which is Cyclops and uh, Jean Grey and um, it's this particular little uh, occurrence brings up uh, a little thing called the executioner song and this little situation started by um, Strive making a deal with Mr. Sinister for that genetics uh makeup and he gives him a canister and this canister is supposed to have what he needs to uh, make new and better mutants you know under his rule but by him opening up the canister he then releases a nasty deadly virus which is known as the legacy legacy virus the lexi virus of course you as most people have listened or i hope you listen to uh my character breakdown on magic, the legacy virus is designed to kill mutants, um, all the way around. And of course, one of those victims is magic. Um, of course, as if you recall with that last podcast, um, she contracts the virus through her brother Colossus, which somehow he, he brings it to her it, without him not realizing that he's been affected. And, um, uh, uh the legacy virus of course that causes a, causes a lot of damage um now with his powers and abilities it's the same as cable but with his ability to better appropriate um his powers without worrying about the techno virus that cable has um you know he has the ability for telepathy telekinesis uh, he also has super strength super speed uh stamina durability reflexes and intelligence so it's it's like you know that that uh that dark version of cable but he can do a lot more because he doesn't have any limitations now cable can probably he can do the same thing it's no probably about it he can probably do the same thing said it again he can <laughs> he can do the same thing but in doing so he also has to worry about that virus that has affected him. Now, <laughs> looking in the strife, this guy can do oh, that and so much more. He has overall abilities that are very impressive. Now, if they do make a Deadpool 3 and they do add strife, um, I believe the actor's name, and you can correct me on this, Josh Brolin, he's going to have a lot on his plate. Because not only is he playing Cable and Thanos, now, and if... Strife is introduced if there is a Deadpool 3. Um, now Deadpool has to worry about Strife because even though he can regenerate and everything, Strife is malicious. He will go for the kill and he doesn't care who gets in the way. Unless it's cable. If it is cable, of course, there there will be an epic battle between good and evil, and of course, the Merc with the mouth, which of course he's gonna fight Strife because he he could probably see Strife as a threat and a problem. But I feel also like Strife can cause a lot of uh, unbalance between uh, Josh Brolin and uh, Deadpool. be Or not Josh Brolin, but Cable and Deadpool. I'm sorry. Um, because I feel like he can manipulate them to a point to where um, he can have them fight. And while that is happening, um, he can also bring forth kind of a a master plan to where he can manipulate other mutants that he can uh, get his hands on and then you know do something pretty evil very evil and uh I I kind of hope you know in a sense that if Deadpool 3 is made that that is implied and in in doing so that would make the movie that much more um actually the, the last two Deadpool movies I've seen have been amazing and I I love them you know I'm a huge Deadpool fan I love Marvel that's just my thing Um, and in in saying that you know it it would be nice to kind of see you know you can go well I mean with the first Deadpool movie you have Francis and then the second Deadpool movie you have uh, uh the juggernaut and you also have a um like a, a teen that is going through a lot of hard times, as well as um, a very, mal- I won't say malicious, but he's very corrupt. A very corrupt uh, uh, headmaster. And then going from, you know, that, uh, a, a dramatic high, and in-between uh, slash high, and then going towards, you know, Strife, which that's, that's like five levels up from the last two. Because Strife can do a lot and then some, and he has nothing holding him back. He's been taught by Apocalypse. This dude will probably take down Manhattan without even thinking twice about it. And at the same time, Deadpool has to try and stop him, Uh, uh, Cable has to help Deadpool try and stop him because it's basically him he's fighting. So it would be awesome if I saw this in Deadpool 3. It would be awesome if Deadpool 3 was even made. You know, just to see the Merc with the Mouth go at it one last time, if that is the last time. But, with time itself, we have to see what happens. So, with set time, I will wrap it up. Sorry, I got on a slight tangent with most all of, of what I talked about. And, uh you know, once again, this is my character breakdown of Strife. This is Nick coming at you with this information and uh i hope to find more info like this so i can spread it along to the masses you know because this is really cool um so until then everyone have a geeky and nerdy day and i hope to get more info out to you as soon as possible so peace out and excelsior